0: Obi Wan Kenobi. Do it.
1: Oh, we got new (laughs) drugs.
0: Hello,
2: General Kenobi.
3: (laughs) Horroro, Charles. It's a big
2: man. (laughs) (laughs) A big man. Because
4: I got high. Go to the next, one, go to the next, one, go to the next. One. Uh. I was going to go to work,
2: but then I got
0: high. I uh. was high yesterday. That's <laughs> why. <laughs> I just got, got a I... new
4: promotion, but I got high. Not nearly as much as the last time you wrote it, though. No, but I think... Um,
1: let's, let's let the music run for a second. I'm finding something for us. Um, okay, yeah, I think the reason it wasn't a bad episode i think it just was kind of like fumbling around a little bit uh more than usual and like um well we had the issue with the yeah with the with the program with the drops initially but i, I listened back to it today in editing and i was just like yeah yeah you know like some of my edits on like the clips went too long and shit <laughs> so i think there was just like i wasn't high enough that i couldn't function and produce like a Actual good episode. I think I was just high to the point where like I made little errors that I normally don't make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and also, the main reason I'm playing that is because we forgot to read an email. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eloise. We said we we're gonna read the email, and then so now we're gonna read Eloise's today, and then we're gonna have to push Daryl's new one back an episode. That's right. So that's because I got high. Well, and to make matters worse, my blood sugar crashed. Oh, like, in the middle of the episode. It was a crazy mess at the I'm end, sure yeah. you can like pinpoint it, but I was a well, fucking Well, I started to mess. notice you were like sweating. Yeah. Were you just lightheaded or something or No, when you like when my blood sugar goes low, you get like it's like trouble processing. Your brain doesn't process stuff ah, the okay. same way. So like I know what I'm trying to say, yeah. but my brain doesn't allow me to say it in sure. an organized way. Yeah. So I'm sure that it was an ed- interesting episode.
4: I'm sure the end of it is a mess. Yeah,
1: I mean, I took a gummy. You had blood sugar issues. Uh, I think in the episode description, I wrote Tom gets high, Adam's blood sugar gets low, <laughs> things um, get weird. And I also I cried. Um, <laughs> I did. I legitimately started the tear up. I know it was very emotional. Um, but we are recording the day after. We haven't even released that episode yet, Yeah, and we're recording again for Monday now. So that one's coming out tomorrow. I just happen to be in the neighborhood. In the neighborhood? Let's get it done. Yeah. Let's let's finish this arc off. Welcome to the Clone Cast. Welcome to the Clone Cast, where we watch every episode of The Clone Wars in chronological order. Today's episode is Season 4, Episode 18, Crisis on Naboo, the final episode in the... Uh um, Har- Hardine. The Hardine uh Maggle Butt uh Ark. Whatever the fuck his name <laughs> I'm is. I'm Adam. I'm Tom. Yeah, there you go. Um and we're both sober today. Yeah um, we're both clear of mind. Um and I don't know. What do we have to talk This is the only problem we record back to back. I know. We don't really But you you went to the comic book store. Oh, I went to the comics. You get any goodies? Oh, I got some good ones. <laughs> Um, the new, uh, one of the new High Republic Adventures, Monster at Temple Peak, came okay. out today. Uh, the new Vader came out, I copped that. Ooh, nice. Um, there was a new Bounty Hunters one that came out that I got. And, I may have bought a little action figure treat. Yeah. Um, but we're not gonna say anything about that yet. Okay. Or should we say something about it? No, nah, we don't have to. We can leave it until someone... Yeah, we can leave it. Clone Castanovas, you will find out what it is. Yes. It's just going to take a, a little time. Did they have the gonk in the Treadwell? Gone. Fuck! I would have got it for you, but They it had gone. it the other day. I'm just going to look on eBay for like a loose one oh. so I don't feel bad about opening it, because I will open a gonk droid. Yeah. I will open it. Well, from what I was looking at today, there's the one that was there that's like a gonk and a Treadwell, which is pretty sweet. Because there's a treadwell in that pack. Yeah, it was like too. a combo pack. Um, well, you can't justify selling a gonk for 30 bucks. Yeah. It's like a little. Well, I actually probably would yeah There, is, 30. there <laughs> is another action figure that it, it's another combo pack. It's a Jawa and a gonk. And I think that one's cheaper. Oh, we need Jawas. I need a Jawa minifig, is what I need. Mm. Um, I got to build some of these fucking sets. Yeah, they've been sitting here for a while. I, I've i just been busy. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to building them. One of these days. I went downstairs and started going through some of my old shit that yeah. I just haven't gone through. I need to start building again. No. I got so many <laughs> gems down there. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I have to get the tower bore thing. <laughs> <laughs> it is literally ripping me apart. I've looked at it every day, and I st- it's so expensive. I know. Uh, I found, like, a generic set that you can get online. That's not actually it, but it has all the parts to make, and it's, like, half the price. And I'm it's like... It's not the same. It's not, but it's also, like, a foot taller. Oh, really? Oh! Uh, <laughs> but if you get the set, it comes with one of the fucking great eagles. Um, I think it's Guala here, I believe, is the one that saves Gandalf from the Tower of War. I think it comes with Gandalf. It comes with Saruman. And Saruman, as we all know, is the fanciest of lads.
0: Obi-Wan He's Kenobi. It's Dooku.
1: <laughs> it's Christopher Lee. I am just, they have a battle at Helm's Deep one. I was like, why, why didn't I like Legos when these were out? Yeah. I tried telling you, man. This sucks. Now <laughs> I have to spend thousands of dollars to get all the Legos I want. <laughs> all that money I wasted on Clove could have just been Legos, baby. I know. Holden Just value. imagine how relaxed you'd be if yeah. you had a Tower of Orthanc in here right now. Ooh. Vader's I got ca- plenty of room to put one now. I cleared, cleared up ca- some space. Vader's Castle, though. That's going to fill a uh, That's going to be a boy. fun build. Yeah. Ooh. But I want to get that. I want Vader's Castle, and then I want to put Tower of Orthanc on, like, the other side yeah. of the table. Reminiscent to the two towers in yep. Lord of the Rings, although it's not... It is not Sauron's. But, you know... Yeah. it's It gives off the same vibe, kind of. Yeah. I mean... Mordor and Mustafar are... I would say they're kind of similar comparable. areas. Yeah, they're comparable. You know, there's a volcano in Mordor. I would say Lord of the Rings and Star Wars, they play with some similar themes. Yeah. Most of these fantasy universes has a lot of crossover. Yeah. I mean, if you get into, like, any fantasy universe... Like, I got really into Warcraft, obviously. We've talked about right. it before. There's a lot of stuff that they borrowed from Tolkien or just various places. And they just kind of plug it in in their own way. Um, but, Yeah. I am uh I am just this Tower of think is just the hottest Lego set <laughs> around. It is so cool. It is so fucking cool. I don't know. I should probably just find a Gonk droid and call it a day. Um, no, I was just I was just looking up. I'm trying to figure out. It, they all follow the uh I forget the guy's name, but the hero's journey, like the guy that came up with that that theory. Um, oh okay, yeah, I've heard of the hero's journey. I don't know what's his the name? guy's name off the top of my head, but I know what you're talking about. But yeah. Similar yeah. archetypes, similar like story patterns. Oh, yeah. The hero's journey. Well, I wonder what our hero's journey is. Are we on a hero's journey? We need to find an old mystic, yes. apparently. <laughs> Maybe one of the clone Castanovas can play the old <laughs> mystic for us. <laughs> it's the Thorin historian just guiding us. <laughs> it's very fun. Speaking of which, have you cracked open uh, your new book yet? Thrawn? Yeah, I read the first chapter, but basically the plan is uh, you, myself, and the authorian historian are going to be doing a four-part lore cast on Heir to the Empire. So it is 32 chapters, so it is a delightful breakdown. The eight chapters, easy. 32 divided by four. I can still do that remedial math. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about how we can't do math. I can do that. But I had to multiply first to get there. <laughs> 8, 16, 24, 32. But, so we're going to do a four-part lore cast. I don't know what the release is going to be. If it's going to be monthly for four we'll months or out. if we do bi-weekly and just get it done in two months. But I don't want to get too far ahead. So I just read the first chapter. Yeah. And then when we get closer to our first record, I'll probably read through, do a notes read through. Okay. Um, That's my current plan. But I will probably get through. I'm going to probably hit it hard tomorrow. Okay. And I'll probably get to the eighth chapter and then I'll go on to something else. Uh, one of my horny Obi-Wan books came. Um, <laughs> can you grab that for me? It's on top of Catalyst. Depressed Kenobi recommended it. Eliza might get a kick out of it Ooh, as well. My. Yes. Uh, this is Star Wars Secrets of the Jedi and Depressed Kenobi recommended it. So I immediately went to Amazon and bought a copy <laughs> within two minutes of Depressed <laughs> Kenobi. I was like, here we go. But yeah, apparently I might have a new girlfriend in this one. Ah. Um. And there's also another potential girlfriend that we'll be discussing in Eloise's email. Yes. Um but yeah, I'm we looking forward to that. In your frame. I got I'm just gonna have to get I think what I'm gonna have to do is I'm just gonna have to get four more girlfriends yeah. so I can have another frame like that and matching frame. Yeah. So who knows? Um also Joseph Campbell is the guy. Ah behind the hero's journey. Is this the Heart of Darkness guy? I don't know. Apparently and I think he's had some like questionable views in history, so I thought he was Heart of Darkness guy. Joseph Campbell. Okay, no, I'm thinking of somebody else. Who was the Heart of Darkness guy? <laughs> he was from like completely different uh, Heart of Darkness. Joseph Conrad. Uh, okay. Uh, All right. Yeah, I, I read that book. Not very memorable for me. Oh, okay. Based off Apocalypse Now, I believe. Yeah. Well, yeah. Apocalypse. Apocalypse oh, yeah, now yeah, is, yeah, 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 yeah. Based off of Heart, Heart yes. of Darkness. I think Apocalypse Now is better than Heart of Darkness. Yes. Whatever. Anyways, um, so we got some new drops. We got some new stuff. It's very, you know, I mean, it's a quick turnaround of reports, but it, it is always nice to wrap up an arc. Yeah, it's gonna be nice to do something new. Yeah, although the last episode didn't feel like it, we we went into this ad nauseum. It was odd. Yeah, it was not part of the arc. As far I as I do certain. think that this would be like a big arc, like a like more classic arc if they would have shortened it up into three. Yeah, it's um. It's just kind of crazy how it goes. Like it climbs and then it just bottoms out, and then I don't know. We'll talk about what we yeah. think of this one, but I think it was a recovery. Yeah, For me, it was a recovery. Yep. Um, but sadly,
5: oh, yeah. it's a big man. <laughs> no big man, this guy.
1: Okay. They had mentioned in the last episode you know what let's do well we don't want to get too ahead of ourselves Um, this is all stuff to discuss once we get to the episode record should we do listener appreciation yes right.
0: it's only because I'm so in love
1: no
2: no (laughs) no it's because I'm so in love with you
1: but Charles oh I was looking ahead
5: you're stuck with me, Sky Guy. Uh,
1: I was looking ahead for the time warp coming up, and Kelly Clarkson might be making a return. Thorn. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's a good one. And then I started listening to "Breakaway." Remember that song? Yes. Oh, that's good. It is a good one. It's a saucy track. All right, uh, listener appreciation. What the? Is the dog running around oh, or something under the table? Okay. of course the holy trinity the one the only getting me to buy books the drop of a dime depressed kenobi and of course the super fan (laughs) the producer of the pod the authorian historian what is wrong with this (laughs) <laughs> okay, and of course, the final member of the Holy Trinity. We got the original shrine music here this time. That was actually the same track; it's just a different part. Oh, okay. It was like the older version I had, yeah, yeah. but I left it in. So they, we did a little shrine remix yeah. last episode. But of course, the president of Norway, the one, the only, the man that is responsible for the Nordic model that we crave so desperately <laughs> here at the Clone Cast. Well, that would be you'll know. Now, I figured out why the heck I got so mad at this spreadsheet like a week ago. Remember when I was like, what's it doing? That's because you're in it at the same fucking time. And we accidentally fucked up. I accidentally hit where I hit, see where it says O there? Yeah. That's because I tried hitting lollipop and I was on this. (laughs) And lollipop is O when I'm on the key map. (laughs) So, just got to plug. I accidentally er erased Depressed Kenobi and wrote O. And, of course, Eliza, a.k.a. a drop of magic on Twitter. Jaylee, the official artisan of the pod. You are a bold one. Jaylee, where are you? I've not seen Jaylee on Twitter for a bit. Taking a little break. Taking a sabbatical. We miss you. Yeah. Maybe Jaylee's listening. Maybe she stepped away for a bit. We still need to get you to draw up a picture of Flownace, the clone trooper. Yeah. Well, we'll pay. (laughs) Uh, And then, of course, Celine and Perry, the Parisian princess. Uh... Stop that. <laughs> Stop hitting the buttons. Let me... <laughs> I'm helping. No, you're not. It's throwing me off. Damn it. Uh, and, of course, Jules. El Davio. Stop it. <laughs> he's, he's, he's scrolling for me. It's like, let me scroll. And then, of course, Liv, a.k.a. Darth Clink. Uh, Liv called me a hobbit on Twitter today. Oh, I saw that. Because I posted the Tower of War because that's what I fucking want. The only thing I want out of the fucking... It is fucking a really movies. sweet Lego set. It's the... Did you see what it it originally retailed for? 200. 200. Okay. And now it's like going for like close to five. Yeah. Um, maybe I could find a nice used set. Yeah. I'm going to need the box though, baby. Have you looked it up on eBay? Uh, yeah. I mean, I've poked around. Okay. I can't. I, I can't. I cannot justify. But the thing is. If I just keep buying these 20 thirty dollar sets, eventually it's just gonna be like, dude, you could have just bought. Yeah, of course. That's what I've been telling you this whole time. Oh, but that <laughs> Jedi interceptor looks sweet, <laughs> doesn't it? From the opening of Revenge of the yeah. Sith. Have you, got, you got the Obi Wan one, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. This is this is um, what is that though? Mission Fleet.
2: Oh. This is a mission fleet.
1: It is not a Lego. Remember I had those Mission Fleet boxes? They were yep. like the first action figures I bought yeah. when we started this little adventure. Um, I just was one day, I was like, I need more room, so I opened them up. Well, you got the Anakin one, so now you need the Obi-Wan Interceptor. Do they make it? Yeah. You know which one I stare down a lot is the Grievous ship. Oh, yeah, yeah. They Mostly pick. because they have like a Obi-Wan minifig straight out of Revenge of Sith, and that's like my favorite yep. Obi-Wan. They've made that a couple of different years. Yeah. I don't know which one's better. We're going to find out. though. Oh, I can't wait for the next release. Did they do like a Lego con where they like announce what they're doing next? I'm sure they do. Oh, this is exciting. <laughs> you know what I used to have? My mom found me at Goodwill when I was like in high school. It was a like a five foot, six foot tall Lego guy. That was a pirate. Oh, yeah. and I used to have it in my bedroom. I wish I still had that now. It would fit in very nicely with our, mm-hmm. with our skyscraper of uh, cardboard cutouts. Anyways, yeah, Liv. Uh, Liv called me a hobbit. <laughs> I'm not quite hobbit level. I'm a little bit taller than a hobbit. Like, I could pun a hobbit. Could, oh, yeah. I could fuck a hobbit up. Uh, and, of course, we don't have to sing it this time. Traveling through hyperspace
5: in like dust and crops, boy. I'm looking, I'm looking,
1: I'm looking, I'm looking for a home in, home in the heart of the country. country. Rural farm boy, official retweeter of the pod, he recommends you listen. <laughs> 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 we should just we should just read his review every I time we those. mention him. Yeah. It is like I love how he talks. Yeah, like how he types. It's I best. hope that's how he talks. <laughs> like I hope he's like perfected the art of Audibly doing that. It would be so disappointing if he showed up and like, it just sounds nothing like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, he's just <laughs> he's just like, hey, it's me, rural farm Hello, boy. guys. Hey, I guys. am rural farm boy. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I think he's probably pretty authentic. <laughs> I think so. Western Penna, baby. <laughs> oh, and of course, we don't have to sing this. Either. <laughs> Charles Xavier. That's who he's referencing. Yeah. And that's the X-Men thing. Yes, it is. Fun fact. All right. The four horsemen of the email apocalypse. Noah Blight. Noah hasn't been talking shit lately. I kind of miss the shit talking. He must be busy. He comes and goes. He does love
5: talking shit.
1: He does. He's good at it, too. And Wade. Death. Steven. Feast or famine. We're in feast mode still. Steven's feasting, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, The leader. Of the four horsemen of the email apocalypse war, Joshua the Archangel, if you will. And of course, we are a part of the Padawans podcasting network. So our Padawans partners are Wayfinder Pod, at Wayfinder Pod, from a certain point of skew, at F-A-C-P-A-P-O-D, the Jar Jar Thinks Pod, at Jar Jar Thinks, Laura, Michaela, and Jess, Vader's Thoughts, at Vader Thinks, and of course, we have Isaac on Twitter. Isaac, give me an update where you're at. Yeah, let me know. He was catching up. He was catching up. He's gotta be there by now. He's there. I believe in him. Um one little uh bit of house cleaning here. Uh most things Kenobi is going to be joining oh, up with right. the Padawans Podcasting Network. Um, so they are officially being plugged in here on the Padawans Podcasting Network. So hopefully we get to do some collaboration stuff with them coming up. I swear they have James Arnold Taylor at their intro. <laughs> That's gotta be him. If if not, or they know somebody that does like a perfect impression. We'll hire that guy if that's the case. I messaged him, so I'm gonna have to get with Most Things Kenobi. Like, how the hell did you tell me where? Because he's like, "Hello there, welcome to Most Things Kenobi," and I was just like, "I want it. (laughs) Give me it. I need it." All right. So, um, it's very exciting. Uh, That's nice my pod. I enjoy it quite a bit. Uh, I've been listening to a few episodes, so glad to have them on board. We continue to grow. It's it, we're unstoppable. I can't believe it. Yeah. We're, we're actually turning into something. Yeah, yeah. This is, this is uh, what started as just two guys talking across the world wide web at each other with really low quality microphones. Yeah, has turned into a partnership with multiple podcasts and um, uh, an authorian that really enjoys the show. <laughs> Oh, and a, and a very sad Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> we have official artisans, we have listeners in Paris, and we have a listener in Southeast Asia. So, should we get to the mailbag? Yes. Message after the message. Greetings, exalted one. Allow me to introduce myself.
0: Oh, Mosuka. Hello.
3: Yeah, Ah!
2: all right ah! i'm
1: really oh, having fun long. with this i'm glad <laughs> it's back <laughs> <laughs> all right so the mailbag so um like i said apologies we forgot it yesterday it was just kind of a fumbly type episode i, I mean i was heave crying you know <laughs> just it was a tough day. day norm died yeah we mean norm um but eloise wrote in and eloise i've noticed that twin sons on twitter was interacting with us quite a bit more um and so uh, they reached out to us via email we love these emails we love the twitter interaction yeah. but if you shoot us an email oh that gets us pumped <laughs> so hi adam and tom i subscribe to a lot of podcasts and it's not typical of me to reach out and interact with the hosts online interactions make me very anxious we well, Thank you for, uh, you know... Yeah, for putting yourself out there. Um, I, I for one, am very glad that uh, we've presented ourselves in a way that... Welcoming. Welcoming enough to make someone who does typically feel anxious uh, feel welcome to send an email in. Well, it's a very well thought out email oh yes I enjoy it quite a bit uh so let's get to it I decided to write in anyways after expressing last episode how appreciative you are of your audience and how you treasure any type of listener interaction we do yes it gets us very horny (laughs) (laughs) this is the least I can do to show my gratitude because this podcast has been keeping me entertained during my extended work hours there's a handful of COVID-related absences in our workplace, so I've had to cover some shifts. Well, that's very nice of you. Yeah. Hopefully, everybody's doing all right. Um, my coworker, Brad, his son came down with it. Oh, really? Yeah. He's going Shit. back to school, you know? Yeah. Uh, but he says he's doing pretty good. He's okay. young, so I mean, it, you know. But, yeah. Um, but now, the whole house has to, like, quarantine, yep. and there's another kid, and then it's his wife, so... Um, Shout out to Brad. If you're, This is one of the random few Brad decides to click on every now and then. Show your support for Tom. <laughs> um, I only started listening about a month ago when you were doing the Umbara arc. I finally caught up when you were doing the Zygeria arc, after which I dove right back in to re-listen to the episodes chronologically. There we go. I say chronologically because I listened out of order and skipped some of the turds. <laughs> in parentheses the clone war episodes themselves were turds not your discussion episodes haha i i I only pray that she skipped the the theatrical release because from a quality standpoint Clone castanovas i'd be really curious that one is rough yeah if you could shoot us a message on uh, twitter or if you want to shoot an email i'm just kind of curious who's actually like sat yeah me too the entire movie episode where we had just like it basically sounded like we were talking in tin cans from like, like 20 like, feet away. It was our third time recording It together. was the first time we tried in person. Or first time in person together. And we so, didn't understand the concept no of anything. noise gates yeah, or n- anything n- nothing. like that. Um, yeah. So I'd actually be curious if you've listened to it, let us know. <laughs> I do. I do remember from when I listened to it, I, the first like half of it sounds horrible. But then I did notice like somewhere in the middle, it like gets a little bit better. Still rough but a lot better than like the beginning. The problem is we had two USB mics plugged in. I know. Yeah. It's a mess. (laughs) And where was was I? Where was I? Ah, yes. I made it my mission during the re-listen to find when you first started using chip butter. (laughs) 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 Because the expression now just feels like a natural part of the podcast dynamic. I actually found the episode not long after tweeting about it last week. But uh work got in the way and i thought i'd share it with you through an email since you both mentioned how much you enjoy getting these yes we do with that the first mention of cheap butter was episode 33 landing at point rain about nine minutes and 30 seconds in in case anyone wants to check i went back and listened i say it (laughs) so i mean it's a great episode that was really good. Yeah. That's when the show was like, I was like, hey, this show isn't this yeah, I mean, there were good ones, but that was probably the best one up to that. No. Ryloth, maybe. Yeah. That's I true. don't know. But yeah, that was landing um, a point range one of the ones where you're like, this isn't just a novelty. Yeah. This is an actually like good show. Oh, yeah. Um, also, for my second listen through, it's funny looking back at the formation of your segments. Adam laughing his head off from hearing the good hood theme <laughs> for the first time and the scrapping of some rest in peace to the Square jar. <laughs> You still got that sound bite? Yeah, just give me a second. I'm it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get it here. Just talk about something. I don't know. Uh, well, you pulled that up. Uh, you found that, and you. I think we were originally talking about paying for it. And I was like, no, 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 no. We're leaving that in. Yeah, it's uh... a <laughs> preview. <laughs> I love it. I should just have that on the ready because it's probably one of the funnier. It is. Preview. <laughs> Can you imagine if we went we would we would have quit this podcast if we actually like I would have killed myself a long time ago. It was just the first time trying to do it It was awful. The authorian historian did it for one episode and then quit. (laughs) well, He did that as like a joke later on. It was it was the It was the Umbara and I swore a lot. Yeah, if if, you know, spoiler alert, Tom hates fucking Pong Krell. (laughs) I hate that son of a bitch. I wonder if Evol Morale hates Pong Crow. I don't know.
2: I bet they'd get a lot. What are we
1: going to call him this episode, by the way? I don't know. We'll probably yeah. find some other gibberish to call him. Morbius. Um Okay. So, Adam's deep insights and Tom's well timed drops and hilarious takes are my favorite parts of the podcast. So thank you. Uh, one of my favorite exchanges between you two, I tweeted this, but this is fucking gold. One of my favorite exchanges between you two was during the introduction of Mandalore, and Adam went on a five minute narration. I remember this too, because I was just like sitting there, like, all right, <laughs> <laughs> on the history of Mandalore. So, you went on a five minute narration on the history of Mandalore, after which Tom replied, I just wrote down Mandalore is boxy. <laughs> That's literally all I had. (laughs) That sums this podcast up very nicely. (laughs) I'm looking forward to listening to your thoughts by the time you get to the last two arcs of Season 5 and the start of Season 6 because, oh boy, they are good. I don't have anything to add to the Star Wars book talk since I just recently got into the books because of the High Republic. Um, In parentheses, did Tom ever get to reveal his High Republic girlfriend? I will do that now. Um, So, are we officially adding... Another girlfriend into the Polycule? I think we can. Uh, I guess so. Are there any trading cards of this specific character? No. Okay. But I'm sure I could find something. I think Wayfinder Pod might have some merch of this particular character. Okay. So maybe I could just grab something from Wayfinder Pod. Uh, But it would be the one and only Marshal of the Starlight Beacon, Avar Chris. Oh, she is a saucy mince. (laughs) Oh, Hello there. Now, you borrowed uh, Light of the Jedi for yes. me. Yes, and she's on the cover, isn't she? Well, that's her. Yeah. <laughs> uh... She's a licker. But um, after reading the comics, when I caught up on all the High Republic comments, um, the High Republic, there's High Republic Adventures, and then there's High Republic. I'm all caught up on the High Republic. She's in that quite a bit. Oh. Just curious. Are you Yay. basing this off of the artist's rendition of her on the cover and in the comics? Or are there physical descriptions of in the text that you're basing this i was already of. smitten with her after reading like light of the jedi and just her force like she communes through the force through what she calls a song oh and so like she sings to the other jedi like that's how she she views the she sees the force in her head as a song that's playing and she sees all the other jedi's song and all the and i was just like she is
2: hot you know like <laughs>
5: god
1: that's so hot now you want to hear a fun fact about Tom A uh, little interesting tidbit about me I like music <laughs> So You know she just talked to me in that way I'm going to have to come up with some music I don't have She's any music planned language. for it, though Like what would be some music Do I have anything that I can just substitute Maybe next episode I'll decide We will, de- we will debut The slow idea. dance theme for Avra Chris as the official Fifth member of Tom's Polycule so we're going to have to I'm going to have to get a trading card or something. I don't know. I got I, I don't get it. I got to do something. Uh, but for now, we'll use Guile's
2: theme.
1: So that's for you ever, <laughs> Um, What I can add to, though, is Jedi Fallen Order. Um, ooh. I know how it has become a running joke in earlier episodes of the pod that you can't find it in you to start playing. It can be a bit frustrating because of all the back and forth between planets. See, that that sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> I like that idea. But the story and characters are worth it. Lots of connections to Clone Wars, especially the fate of the Night Sisters. Yeah, yeah, bye. <laughs> oh, <Yeah. laughs> this is gonna be a girlfriend episode. I'm gonna find a way to work them all in. So in so we got Ventress, it's and we've got Have our crest. So I got three more to go. I'm gonna get them all in there. Um which you'll get to see on the show really soon. You get to commandeer an at Eighty walker, and ship enthusiast Adam would probably enjoy exploring the inside of a crash Venator in one of the planets. See, yeah. Braca probably. Absolutely. Yeah, we should play that. And uh, commandeering a walker—that was my favorite part of a Battlefront. Oh, it's a fun one. Uh, the droid companion is also super adorable, and there are multiple girlfriend candidates for Tom. Now, I said if I add a girlfriend, we're gonna have to get up to eight so I can just duplicate my lovely display because yeah. I want to have two of them. We so got three more to go. Yeah. Um, so there's some potential options popping up here. Now, the thing is, it's not that uh, the thought of playing it and getting start like playing it like early on is tough. I just haven't played the fucking thing. Yeah. Uh, well, and you and I have both talked yeah. about, like, we both like video games, but we go through like peaks and valleys. Yeah. Like there are times where like there's, I will do nothing but play the same video game for like yeah a couple of months. And then I will, for whatever reason, not turn on my PlayStation for yeah. another like three months. See, and the thing is, as soon as I hit play, I will go in a phase where I do nothing but that for like a week and I'll talk about it on the pod endlessly. Yeah. So it's just a matter of time. Eventually it'll hit. I mean, it's, the disc is in there, and it's it's updated, baby. So all I got to do is turn it on and just sit down I and go zone God. in. Um, lastly, for a bit of an ego stroke, I'm glad to report that your podcast listenership has reached the region of Southeast Asia. Yes! Yes! Wow, this was long. Not good with ending emails, so may the force be with you. Stay safe and chi-bata. It was not long. It was perfect yeah. in length. If you want to write another one, you want to double it, we would... We're oh, we eat it up. <laughs> oh, I'd put I'd put this email on Chibata bread. Oh, and eat it up. You know what? Southeast Asia, the sun does not set on the clone cast empire. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so now, um, when we go on the tour, we're going to be going to Southeast Asia. Yeah, fun. I'd love to. Yes. How how successful do we have to be to actually go on a tour? <laughs> <laughs> we could just go on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just do we know <laughs> just, just sit on the street. We have unplugged microphones and just sit outside of Celine and, <laughs> and Perry is like <laughs> reporting in. <laughs> All right. Well, Eloise, a.k.a. Twin Sons on Twitter. Thank you so much. This was fucking awesome. We really, really appreciate it. We really you do appreciate out. it. It's awesome. Like, we cherish these. When I got to that part where she talks about you saying Mandalore is boxy. Yeah. I was reading through and I burst out laughing. Yes. I burst out <laughs> laughing. I had to tweet it because I loved it so much. Um, I vaguely remember saying, <laughs> yeah, Mandalore is boxy. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's about the best way to like... That's, that's, that's good comedic timing yeah, yeah. between the two of us, by the way. Yeah. We had another one of those in the last episode where I talked about props for like five minutes. What did I say to end it? I don't remember. I was low, so yeah. I was rambling for... Was a- that enough about taco? <laughs> 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 All right, that's enough taco. <laughs> All right, so Eloise, thank you so much. Daryl, we have your email. We will read that on the next record. Uh, thank you for your patience and putting up with me as I got high. And forgot to do things. So, should we get to the time warp? Yeah. Episode 33, Chibata Bread. Chibata Bread. All right. So, Crisis on Naboo, what do we got? Original air date, February 10th, 2012. Another Valentine's Day. I remember we had a Valentine's Day a ways back. Yeah. Um, So, we have a new movie. Um the song has not changed. So it is still Adelaide. Set fire to the rain. Set fire to the rain. I'm trying to find it here. There it is.
0: It's not
1: bad. No. Adelaide. Love Adelaide. I love Adelaide. Adelaide's great. You guys Adelaide fans, let us know. ClonecastPod at (laughs) gmail.com. Adelaide fans. I wonder if uh Mumbo jumbo, mumble uh marble burger. <laughs> do you think marble burgers into Adelaide? I was, I could see that so happening. Like, he got shorter this episode, and wider. He did. He dude. continues to get shorter and wider. He got like monkey arms. He has like scoliosis. You see his, yeah, like, well, he's always had long he arms, looks like but now they're chimpanzee. I think he's got like scoliosis or something, <laughs> or he's got rickets in his legs. <laughs> okay, uh, but we do have a new number one movie. Um, this is the second romantic. I not even a comedy, just a romantic drama that this actor has been in um, that's hit number one while we've been recording the Time Warps. Ooh. Now, remember, Valentine's Day, so big on the romance. Um, so this one, Dethroned Chronicle. Is it? Is it Gerard Butler? It is not Gerard Butler. Is it Ryan Gosling? It is not Ryan Gosling. Okay, give me the actor. Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. Oh, is this Dear John? No, that was the first one Damn that it. we covered. Uh, okay, I give it. I actually saw this movie. I bought it. This was... Remember when I used to just buy all the DVDs? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think this was... I was still... You had quite the collection. Oh, yeah. <laughs> CD Warehouse loved me. <laughs> because I'd buy them all, and then I'd be like, these suck, and I need money, because I was broke all the time. So I'd go into CD Warehouse with a box of DVDs, and I'm like, I don't want them. <laughs> you want them? <laughs> they give me, like, 30 bucks for 50 DVDs. Just, like, the worst investment oh, yeah. of all time. Yep. But, hey, I got to get some Taco Bell, you know? <laughs> money is tight. Uh, this one is called uh, The Vow. Oh, okay. And it's uh, Rachel McAdams. Yeah. Um, and I think they're in a car accident, and then, like... um. She wakes up, and, like, they go home from the hospital, and she took a big bump on the head, and basically, like, she starts having amnesia, and eventually she just, like, completely forgets everything about, like, who she is, and, like, she, like, yeah, her memory is, like, stuck in, like, college. She's, like, she doesn't remember anything after college. So are they just trying to, like, blatantly rip off the notebook? Is that what this was? The notebook is not an amnesia. No, but it's dementia. It's the same thing. It's Rachel McAdams- brain not working correctly yeah but she's 85 in that <laughs> yeah i know no she's like 25 in i this. know it's like i can see the pitch like okay notebook was successful how about we take okay old I mean, rachel mcadams yes and just make her young okay fair enough yeah huh? yeah um a little different but it's somewhat nice. the same um but yeah the vow It's good stuff. Never seen it. What's your review of the movie? Did you enjoy it? Um, I think it's a lovely uh, romantic romp. Uh, I think the characters are well-written. I think the acting is superb. And I think that I'm in love with Rachel McAdams. Yeah. Well, who is it? I'm trying to think of the other character. Never mind. Who cares? (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember anything about that fucking movie. (laughs) All right. Uh, We got anything else? Nope. Want to do this episode? Yeah. All right, let's do it.
0: Obi Wan Kenobi, do
1: it.
3: General Kenobi. Corrado, Charles.
2: It's a big man. It's gonna make me laugh every time. Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: it's a pig man like it's a great clip but when you see it he walks into that room like eating just a piece well it's he walks in and he sees like a you know a, a tray, tray a hospital tray and he looks in there and he just grabs a slice of bread and he starts eating it. yeah <laughs> that's what makes it so funny oh so good oh man but no pig man no pig man in this episode but nope. we do pigman invention yes interesting invention <laughs> um okay so where we left off we left off Every uh we had some survivors in the box uh we had enbo we had the Parwan. we had the gymnast lady uh we had uh rico Hart, racco rico rico suave hardies um Hardine. yep uh cad bane and uh somehow uh morello boggs got sent in with him and is getting thrown in with him here he's just useless the only thing he does is get shorter and wider no he actually there are a couple of parts where it's like oh he actually decided to do something in this episode yeah well yeah it's not too hard to sneak up on an unsuspecting warehouse worker that's still more than he did the last two episodes combined yeah i guess i don't know the thing with him and i guess we can get into it a little bit in depth here but not much of a payoff for this character that they really built up as a big deal very interesting stuff. Um, but we actually start this episode in Coruscant at the Jedi Temple. And all the heavy hitters are there. We got ki mundi the Rippin' and the Terran. We got fucking Adi-Gallia is Adi-Gallia, there. Yep. Uh, Plo- Shakti is there. Shakti is there. All the home run hitters are there. Anakin and Ahsoka are there. And that's going to be our first clip. There's a horn guy? Is that Eth Koth? Eeth Koth is there. Yep, The Dothramir. Um, the Zabrak, excuse me. The Zabrak. But he's not a Dothramir Zabrak. He's the other Zabrak. Um, uh, Was um, Water Buffalo. I did not see Water Buffalo. I didn't see him. (laughs) They're tired of his shit. They sent him home. (laughs) Hey, why don't you sit this one out, Water Buffalo? No, Water Buffalo. We got a Fisto, though. Okay. So, yeah, I'm really glad Water Buffalo is in there. I'm sick of that guy's shit, to be honest. One day I'll learn his name. I I hate that fucker. (laughs) He's a real piece of shit. I actually don't know anything about him. I just assume He looks like a dick. Anyways, uh, this is going to be Mace Windu, and they're going over the strategy for the upcoming
4: mission on Naboo. As you can see, we've mapped the Chancellor's route to and from the festival stage. We know where he'll be at every moment from the time we land on Naboo. What security measures are in place? Yes! The Naboo Royal Guard will have armed sentries at all entry points on the palace, and the stage itself will be sealed off by a ray shield for the duration of the event. I see nothing here to worry about.
0: With complacency comes vulnerability Yes, it is what we do not see that concerns me a long time to plan his attack count dooku has
4: yes we thought we'd have an advantage with obi-wan on the inside but we've had no communication from him in days obi-wan will do his part let's make sure we do ours
1: Okay, now this just kind of seems like an innocuous comment from Anakin, but he's like pointing directly at there's base. a lot of pointing from Anakin going on in this episode. Yes, it's very interesting. Um, he must <laughs> he must be channeling Harrison Ford. yeah, have you ever seen those points? There's compilations of, of him pointing? Harrison Ford pointing yeah <laughs> one that really sticks out to me is. Millennium Falcon, I think they're repairing something. Yeah, C-3PO is trying to tell him that the, the yeah. drive has been damaged, yep. and he just points at him, and 3 yeah. po says it can wait. Okay, so we then get to Naboo, and this is like a warehouse district of some kind, and we go inside this warehouse, and there's just some workers there just working the late night shift here. Um, and the bounty hunters then show up and just start killing them left <laughs> and right, uh uh-huh. So, you know, we get Evo Morale just sneaking up. Morale-o-evol. There it is. Moralo, Moralo, Eval. Eval. I got it. You're welcome, to Press Connection. <laughs> now back to fucking it up. He just sneaks behind one and just takes him down. Embo throws his hat at one of them and knocks yeah. him out. And then he jumps in and, like, does, like, a spin kick or something. Yeah. Does he punch him or a spin kick? I can't remember. Does, like, a spin kick, and then he does that cool move where his, his hat is upside down on the ground. And, kick, and he yeah. kicks it and it flies up into his head. Yeah, now, the guy that got kicked, he might have survived. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that, based on what we see, though, they probably killed him. Once I could he see up. that being a stun. Um, and then uh, the Parwan, uh, what is that guy's name again? Derwan, Derwan? Yeah. Derwan the Parwan. He sneaks up on one and electrocutes them. <laughs> And then another guy's like, "Oh my god!" and sees it and starts to run. And he like goes, "No, it's the greatest!" Like, what he it? doesn't only electrocute him; he snaps his neck. Okay, he yeah, he reaches right. up and I like watched it frame by frame. Yeah. That guard's neck spins all the way around. <laughs> <laughs> Kid show, and then he collapses. And then he does this move where he smiles at the other guy and goes, "Yeah." And that guy flies all over. That guy freaks out and runs for the door. And then Cad Bane cuts him off, and um, then he starts running away from Cad Bane. Cad Bane hits him with his toe cable, pulls him back in, and then just shoots him while he's on the ground. Yeah. It's really gross, dark stuff. You know, I like Cad Bane. It's a bummer being reminded that he's a psychopath. He's a real piece of shit. (laughs) Yeah, he really is. And, like, for all of his talk, like, um, you know, like, face-to-face, all this stuff, he just shot the guy in the back as he was crawling, like, trying to get out. It's just... There's no honor in this. No. Like these are just people doing their job. This is this is libertarian paradise. The
4: bounty hunters. <laughs> they're
1: just they're. Who cares? Who cares about honor? They're got making a job money. But yeah, it's I don't know. The the, the scene was kind of depressing. Yeah. Like I don't know. There's probably five or six that die. Yeah. Um, and it's just I don't know. And they didn't need to. They could have just as easily knocked them out. Could have knocked them up and just tied them up or something. Bane had that guy tied up. He could have just yeah. as easily just left him alone. Yeah. But no such luck. Um, so after they clear out the warehouse workers, Cad Bane's like, all right, it's all clear. And Racco Hardine, Uh Did I get that one right that time? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Whatever. They've, they themselves have said Racco and Rako. So, yeah. Well, uh, he comes in and also Dooku is on Naboo. I love how they just got into Naboo. Like, it wasn't... They didn't play it up <laughs> like it was a thing at all to get into the middle of Republic space. The airspace isn't guarded whatsoever. No. And, like... That's not the first time that we've had something like that. Yeah. Like when uh, Padme and Ahsoka sneaked into Raxus Prime. Yeah. And it's just like, it was really easy to just go wherever the fuck you want, apparently. So I don't really, you know. It's, it's funny because the entire plot of the first prequel movie revolves around uh, not being able to get to, to fly Naboo. fly into yeah. Naboo. Yeah. Yeah, the blockade stuff, I'm always just kind of like, why don't you just like go around on the other... <laughs> Like why don't you just like go orbit on the other side? Yeah, I don't really understand how orbiting works. Do well, you? Maybe it's something like uh maybe they got something like You have to approach the planet from there to get into orbit or something. I like you got to come from a certain Maybe they got a shield like they do on Rogue One. Ooh, now that's cool. Yeah. I dig that shield. God, that scene was so good. <laughs> <laughs> that's the pilot screaming as it crashes into it. <laughs> or it's me being excited. Your choice. Um so After Dooku walks in, they all get around a table and they go over the strategy for the plan here. Um, It's going to be probably our longest clip of the episode, just under two minutes. Um, But Cad Bane's going to lay it out and Dooku gives a little pep talk, too.
0: This is it, my friends. The day of reckoning for the Republic. I have it from a very reliable source that everything will happen exactly as we planned. Execute your roles as you've been instructed, and you will all be immortalized in history. Not to mention rewarded with enough credits that you will never have to work again. I will let Cad Bane take it
3: from here. Listen up. I'm only saying at once. Each device tells you your position and essential details about your part of the plot. Aren't you
4: going to tell us how all the pieces fit together?
3: Derown here is going to breach the shield. Moralo Eval is the getaway driver. Two of you will act as guards protecting the Chancellor. And you, Hardeen... ...are a sniper. That's all you need to know. Once we have the Chancellor, the devices will lead you to the rendezvous point. Any questions? Now for our disguises. Everyone step back. This will get us into the inner circle. So there's a hollow the in the middle of the table. you will receive your new identity. Boom. They're all transforming. When you leave here, you'll have no communication with the rest of the team. All right, then. Get to your positions.
0: Well, Handel, I should have put you in charge long ago. A word of advice, though. Keep an eye on Hardin. There's something about him I do not trust. Don't worry. I'm keeping my eye
1: on all of them. All right. So... A few things, a few things to take away here. I love how Marble Burgers has been. (laughs) We went from the first episode, four episodes ago. This guy was talked about as like this criminal warlord, you know, just it's like you do not fuck with this guy. And now he is the getaway driver. He He is the lowest. (laughs) He went from the mastermind. And in this one, when they're going around the table, he's sitting there like yeah like completely right. content just like <laughs> yep no problem and this is also the scene where i first noticed i think he's shrinking <laughs> yeah he's very tiny <laughs> yeah but he's still wide yeah <laughs> it's very funny i think the fucking animators are fucking with us with him <laughs> like they must have noticed what i noticed after like two episodes like man he's kind of wide and they're yeah. like let's make him wider yeah. you know um but yeah also yeah because assie sobek he was like tall wasn't yes he? yeah from what I remember uh yeah he was tall and I distinctly remember him being tall when he was flying around the speeder and it got yeah. hit and he flew off that's <laughs> <up. laughs> so funny um but yeah so I, it's just the downfall of marble burgers is yeah. hilarious like it's just couldn't happen to a better guy fuck that dude he sucks so much ass um Okay, and now let's talk about the holo technology. Now, I think we would be remiss if we didn't mention who the creator of the holo technology yes. is.
2: Oh it's a Big man! <laughs> a Pig Man! <laughs> the okay. Snivian from the last episode. Yeah, the
1: Snivian from the last episode. Now when they went through the, you know, uh, in front of the box in the courtyard when they're introducing everybody. They had mentioned that he had some sort of, like, holographic reproduction technology. He was the inventor of the holographic design matrix. And I'm assuming that's what this is. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. So, now, this technology, basically, when they turned it on in the middle of the table, everybody stepped forward, and they got hit by, like, some projection. And then they look, they're projected as, you know, some of them are, um, they're uh, the Republic guards, the Trojan, the Trojans. Yeah. Um, Now, it looks really good. But the problem is like every now and then it like refreshes or something. Yeah. And I'm I'm not clear on if if that's visible to everyone or if that's just to indicate to us, the viewer, like, oh, that's Cadbane. Bane. I, because and I like because the first time I watched it, I was like, well, that could have saved Obi-Wan a hell of a lot of trouble. Yeah. <laughs> like if he could have just done that instead of having that shit injected. Yeah. And swallowing that golf ball. I don't know, though. I mean, it is pretty... They, I think there would have been a more subtle way to make it, like... Because it's very, like, jarring when it happens. Yeah. Like, the whole thing gets blocking. and, they, like, for, like, a second, it's just, like... It's, like, reloading a web page, like, for a second, you know? It just, like, brings everything down for a second. And so, like, it's not... I mean, it's a good technology, but it's not something that could be relied upon on for any kind of, like covert operations no, or anything, no, 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 no. if this is what's going if that's on. That's indeed what it is, is every once in a while you can see I watched it. the episode as if it was real. Yeah. Did you watch it that way or did you were you just like, I think they're just doing that for our benefit? I left it questionable. Okay. But it I did leave it up to like if that is the case, it would make sense that the Jedi were like, no, that's too unreliable. Like, we're yeah. going to do this other way. Yeah, it lends, it lends credibility to the way they went with Obi-Wan. Also, we don't know how long that technology even lasts yeah. for. I mean, he's been gone for, what, like a month? I don't. But know. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's like Obi-Wan's going to get fucked up because he's been playing Hardys for the last how yeah. many months? And now he's stepping into a different disguise. Yeah. Now, one other thing about it that drove me nuts was Enbo. When Enbo walks in, he's got the giant Raiden hat on, and it just, and it just like perfectly yeah. like it just disappears. Yep, like it's like it just got sucked up well, into the void. In Deeron, like later on in the episode, we've heard him talk. He talks like, blah, 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 blah. yeah, and he just perfectly in perfect.
2: What's basic. your what's your number?
1: What's your identification number? Yeah, Obi Wan had to swallow a goddamn golf ball in order to be passable, and I, now this guy can. Yeah. Suddenly he's speaking basic. (laughs) Yeah. It's very strange. I don't know. Maybe they just trained him on that one thing. (laughs) But needless to say, they're all going off and they're going to execute this plan to kidnap Chancellor Palpatine. So. Uh, Our next scene is we get to downtown Theed, and a Jedi cruiser arrives and it lands right in the middle of a busy city square. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like, you're going to land on somebody. You can't just, this isn't a spaceport. (laughs) I think it's the same square that Palpatine came off and also the Ah, Ah, Victory Square. (laughs) Um, But it's just like, it was really busy and there was a lot of like pedestrians there. I was like, why are you landing here? like it's one thing when it's completely clear it's like yeah it's a big like area landed but there's literally just people walking everywhere that is it's nuts uh there's one time when i was at the state fair (laughs) the minnesota state fair for people who aren't aware is a very busy event in the twin cities and there are millions of people that go um it's always i didn't go this year did you go yeah i went the first day that was the only day? Yeah, it was, like, wide open because of, like, COVID. And it was rainy that of day, that, right? And it was rainy. Yeah. So it was actually pretty nice. Yeah, I kind of took this stance. I don't get it. Yeah. I took that stance. Typically, it's, like, shoulder to short, shoulder yeah. people. There was one time I was there, and I'm assuming it was a medevac, but a helicopter had to land in, like, the middle of a square. Oh, wow. And people, like, when something that big's coming at you? People kind of like, oh, shit, get out of the way pretty quick. Was there a stampede? No. No, 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 okay. no. I, I remember. It was it... orderly. Okay. What was the concert where there was like a stampede that somebody? I think it was oh, the who? Uh, in Cincinnati? No, 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 no. Well, I, I know there have been a couple of them, but the one that I'm thinking of is Great White, I think, somewhere in Rhode oh. Island or Massachusetts? No, that was New Jersey. Okay. They were in like a uh, a club. And then the pyrotechnics, the pyrotechnics like, started a massive fire. Yep. And then a bunch of people like trying to get out of there trampled other people. Yeah. It was a mess. Um, that wasn't that long ago. That was probably like 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, I've, I was trying to think of something else.
4: <laughs> it happened when I was in high school. So it
1: was probably like 2003. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. All right. <laughs> Showing our age here. We don't know what the fuck's going on. Okay. So anyways, they land in this busy city square, which is just baffled me. I was like, they're really going to land there? And like, yep, they are. Um, but Outcome, Ahsoka, Pelps, uh Ameida is there, uh, Mace Windu and Anakin, and they are greeted by the Queen of Naboo. Um, I wrote down Jamila, but I think it's a different queen at this point because, yeah, it's um, uh, Niobin, uh... Niobi? Niwati, Niwati, and Padmé. Amadala is also there uh mace and pelps are kind of at odds with each other because pelps is like i don't know why we need all this security this and that and it's like you know why you fucking asshole playing both sides you're just living it up i it's so fucking weird man also where's rex i thought rex would have been i don't know they brought this. shock troopers with i know them. very strange must be because they know that these bounty hunters are on the loose no. and the shock troopers have like worked with them before i guess someone they see fucking, oh yeah i guess when they see marble burgers it's like hey we'll give you some more of that good sauce if you come back <laughs> Morale's just like sauce dude loves the sauce <laughs> he really talked up that sauce um but yeah so um mace and pelps are a bit at odds with each other pelps is just playing the game um mace is like when it comes to your safety nothing is too st- i can't remember he said no security measure is too much or something like that and so Anakin and Ahsoka then talk to Padme for a little bit. And Anakin is going to be assigning Ahsoka to be Padme's bodyguard. And Anakin's like, well, hopefully I'll be where the action is. And like saving the day or something. Yeah, I don't know. Um, So our next scene. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say in like we barely see Ahsoka and Padme after that. Yeah. There's like one part where Ahsoka does her job and then we never see him yeah. again throughout the episode. All we see is like Ahsoka's like, all right, we got to get out of here. Yep. That's it. Yep. <laughs> Um, so the next scene is Obi-Wan showing up at the book depository with a sniper <laughs> rifle. <laughs> is that not what it was like? Yeah, it was, yeah. It's like just this like room. Yep. It reminded me. Yeah, I mean, it's like some Lee Harvey Oswald shit. Um, <laughs> so he shows up at the book depository and gets set up and he is going to page into Mace Windu and that's going to be our next clip.
4: Make sure you have two guards posted. Excuse me. Mace smiles here, by the way. Thank goodness you're alive. Yes. I've seen better days. I'm here in Theed. So Duco's plan is still on? Yes. How are they planning to attack the Chancellor? Three of the bounty hunters are disguised as cynic guards. Ival is the getaway driver, and they have a par one that can pass through the ray shield. I have a sniper rifle. Don't worry, it's loaded with stun blasts. I'm supposed to immobilize the Chancellor, not kill him. Where are you? In a tower overlooking the plaza. So the attack is going to take place outside. Yes. From here, I can be your eye in the sky. I'll be able to tell you everything that's going on. They will try to infiltrate the security area. Make sure you have someone double-check the guard's identities. That's going to take time. You'll have to do your best, my friend.
1: Okay, so Obi-Wan has made contact with Mace Windu for the first time in three years. Uh, (laughs) They just thought he was dead, I think. That's what it feels like. Yeah, it's been a while um so our next scene is the celebration itself this thing okay so it's in like wh- what are we on here i mean it's like a balcony a big balcony of yeah. some kind so yeah it's in feed it's on this big like rotunda balcony um and pelps is showing up here to give his big speech so this this celebration seemed pretty exclusive like there's a couple risers it's very weird there's probably like a hundred people in the like makeshift amphitheater that they have put around the rotunda itself and then there's some, like, floating um, just uh, stands that yeah. people are on. Um, Leading up to this, they make it sound like it's the like a entire, entire planet yeah. is coming out. But for it's this. literally, like, I would say 100 people <laughs> <Yeah>. actually watching <laughs> yes. this. I mean, I'm sure it's being broadcast on TV. It is a very and hollow, very respectful wedding. Like, that's the yes. size of this. And it's just like, why was it so important that he was here? Oh, yeah, that's right. Because he's this is all part of his plan <laughs> yeah. to get Anakin to go dark. Um, so... Uh, he walks in, and as soon as he enters the rotunda, they activate this ray shield above it. It reminded me of like Obama's acceptance speech when he won, and they had like the, <laughs> yeah. the, the glass <laughs> all around, him, like yeah. in Lincoln Park or wherever it was. Yeah. Um, so this ray shield goes up, and Pelps begins begins to give his speech. Um, it's the 847th anniversary of Naboo joining the Republic. This isn't even, like, a big anniversary. This is like, does he go back every year for this? I'm assuming he must. Yeah. Is 847 some significance? Yeah. You think 850? Now, that's a big boy. Yeah. You get to 900. That's a big boy. You gotta get a round number in yeah, there. Yeah, 1,000. It helps to come out. Yeah, 1,000. He should have hung out with Plagueis and figured out the whole immortality thing. Well, I guess one of his clones could show up to a 1,000-year anniversary. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, 847? <laughs> that's fucking nothing. It is nuts to think about, like, Europeans. Like, their countries have been around for, like hundreds of years yeah but how many governments have they gone through? that's true but still it's like one country well not everyone yeah but there are certain countries that have been around for hundreds of years and when you look at us it's like we're at what 250 something like that that's hundreds yeah but like i'm comparing us to like italy yeah that's true and now we're really starting to fall apart (laughs) (laughs) we had a good run yeah we had a good run (laughs) hooray (laughs) Here for the empire. <laughs> Every once in a while, I think about that, and even like thinking about us living in Minnesota. It's like we became a state in like, I think eighteen fifties, something yeah. like that. And like you think about Massachusetts, and it's like, wow, Boston. That was a city in like, yeah. s- in sixteen hundreds. Not like those fucking posers up in Alaska, though. <laughs> yeah. what, are they on like seventy fucking so. nerds? <laughs> Hawaii. Oh, we got nice weather. Whatever, kid. <laughs> we don't give a
2: fuck.
3: Yeah
1: anyways um so he's giving a speech um we cut to the crowd and there's like a nemoidian there and i we was like this guy's one of the bad guys i'm pretty sure but then again i think they're just reusing character models i think so all yeah. the time yep. with the nemoidians but there's a nemoidian there and we get one of the refreshes on the nemoidians. It's actually cad bane and i had the same thought it's like why disguise yourself as someone who, a nemoidian who, on naboo who has been an enemy of the naboo people for now a we very do long know time. that like um the trade federation re- representatives uh, you know and like cato nemoidia is cato nemoidia even part they're not part of the separatists they are part of the republic i think well they at least have a the trade federation is based there and i know because of the fucking god-awful fucking senate spy episode they go to cato nemoidia yeah, yep um so maybe they're disguising themselves as one of the representatives yeah, I don't from cato nemoidia but at the same time it's like on naboo Probably don't want to be a demoidian. I feel like you would get extra scrutiny. Yeah, just go as a human. Yeah, just pick any, pick any random person on the street to duplicate, you know, or something. I didn't make much sense to me, but it's Cad Bane, so he's sitting in the presentation. Um, and we also see the Parwan, um, Durwan 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 The gas bag. Um, he is hollowed in as a guard outside of the shield. Now, um. Palpatine continues to give a speech and he goes on like his little iPad and he hits a couple buttons and like it starts a firework display. (laughs) So Palpatine is basically like running a fireworks show. Yeah. It's so corny. (laughs) For like a hundred people. It is. A, it's like a mix of a fireworks show and like a Laser Floyd show. Yeah, like there's lasers going on at the same time. What is like that fireworks? like uh, French symbol? The Lafleur. The oh, I don't know. It's like the New Orleans Saints. If you look at their logo, oh, it's like okay. a French. Like I, that's kind of what it looks like. It must be like a logo from Naboo or something. Yeah, I'm seeing it now. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I forget what it's called. There is there is a graphic in there that is. Uh, it's meant to be a reference to the opening Star Wars crawl um, like you can see a little bit of it when all the lights are displayed. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's actually really cool. I didn't notice that. Yeah. OK, cool. Um, but yeah, so I mean, but the firework display itself, while I would say I guess it's impressive, it's literally only an impressive if you're sitting right next, because it's not big. Again, I thought the entire planet was coming to I thought to this, this was thing. like the biggest fucking festival of all time. Yeah. And like, you can't miss this one. It's the 847th, yeah. baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, yes, I will give it that. I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> it seems like just like a shitty fucking fireworks display for like a fucking small group of elites. Yeah. It's not cool. I it mean, is. I'm sure it's on the hollow. It is kind of cool. Like all of the external shots of the fireworks. They do like display the ray shield. Yeah. Like, around the balcony. No, it's cool art. Yeah. It's cool. Like it's well it's a done. Cool fireworks show. I'd go to that. Yeah. But it's only it's so small, though, that it's yes. not it's not like if you're a, if you're a surf on the lower levels of feed, like looking up into the sky, you know, it's not like you can be like, oh, yeah, you know, this is great. Yeah, like, the, the gungans aren't seeing this one. Yeah, you got your fucking binoculars. Yeah, the gungans. <laughs> not a gungan in sight. <laughs> no, there was a couple in the audience. Oh, there was. Yeah. Okay. One All of right. them had the high pony. I forget what her name. Oh, really? Was, but yeah. Was it Peppy Bo? I think it might have been. Peppy Bo be there. It had the same, she had the same, like, ears tied into a high ponytail as Peppy Bo. I don't know if it was Peppy she Bo, She must be well thought of after saving everybody from the blue shadow virus. <laughs> yes. yes, 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 yes. What was that guy saying? They he say yes a lot? What was it? <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> Michael York. <laughs> um. So... Um, after Pelps hits the firework buttons, Obi One, he's keeping an eye out on things from his balcony, his book depository <laughs> sniper, Obi One, and he sees the Par One, and he immediately goes to Mace. Now, I think it just proves it. He saw the Par One, and how did he know it oh, was the Par right. One? That's right. Because yep. it fucking refreshed. Yep. So that leads me back to Cad Bane with the new one. He's sitting in the middle of this crowd, and he just like refreshes, like, <laughs> you know, like, how is nobody like, what the. <laughs> Everyone around him is just like, just don't say. Yeah, anything. slowly back away from that <laughs> fucking guy. <Yeah. laughs> He's got an affliction, you know. <laughs> so yeah, it is official. The refresh thing is actually seen That's by everybody. Away. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Obi Obi-Wan sees it. Um, so he sees the Par One refresh, and he goes, "Mace, the east side of the stage or whatever." And Mace immediately goes, "Anakin, the shield generator." And like they cut over to the shield generator, and you see the Par One now reaching through the shield generator. And he grabs the fucking um, shield generator and uses his shock to overload and it explodes. Big explosion. Anakin gets knocked on his ass. And then the ray shields go down. Then the ray shields go down. Now, uh, call back to the last episode, the last challenge, one of the last challenges, second to last challenge when he has to go through, he takes the serum and he goes through that ray shield to hit the button. So that was the purpose of that test, I guess. I guess. But then, then I'm also like, well, what if he fucking died? Then your whole plan is shit. But then I thought I thought Obi-Wan said something like parwans can go through ray shields. So I was unclear on... He can go... No, he can go through the the serum itself. The, the serum would have been toxic to everybody else, but somebody in that group could digest it. Oh, it was the parwan th- that can digest it. And by digesting the serum, they can then go through ray shields for some reason. But I thought Obi-Wan said like even without... Just I thought Obi-Wan said something like Parwan's just naturally can go through ray shields. Or no, he said like that Cat Bane was like, well, how'd you know he could take that serum? And he's like, well, I, I, used, their to blood, kill... I used to kill him. I know their blood type, their blood, a lot okay. of their blood can handle it or something like that. But then it's just like, well, what was the point of putting them through this stupid fucking box thing? When like, what if that fucking thing that Parwan died in the box? That was the third challenge in the box. It <laughs> would have been fucked. Yeah, like the whole plan goes kaput. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I don't. I don't get it. Yep. I, I don't get it. <laughs> it's so weird to me. Um. So after the shield generator explodes, Ahsoka's like, "This is the last we see Ahsoka." She goes to Padme and the Queen, like, "Come on, Queen. Come on, Your Highness. Come with me." And they just run out of there. She's doing her job. And heads up, we do get a Co Bibble sighting multiple times in this episode. No lines though for the Co. The first time I saw him, I just wrote down Bibble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The Bible of Bibble, baby. I, I got to go on those. I have to go on those stupid accounts more. I haven't been posting on Jocasta Nudes or Bibble Bible, uh, gonk, sexy gonk pics, hot gonk pics. I forgot, it, it, Did I buy the Bibble or is that no, one of yours? No, I bought the Bibble, okay. baby. I bought the Bibble. No, I got uh, the uh, two chancellors. I got Palpatine yeah. and Valorum. So we do have official Phantom Menace in the box. <laughs> we have a CO Bibble. We have a oh, Chancellor Valorum and we have a Palpatine. I, I am trying to figure out how to like do this. Like I wanna how to, how to display my idea here, like when she comes over to play with your action figures or something, <laughs> and like she's really bored with like the Qui-Gon one and shit, and then you bust out like the bibble, you bust <laughs> out the Valorum and the Senator Palpatine and the pants come off. You know, like I gotta figure out how to translate that idea into a TikTok. Yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah, I love those fucking toys. They're fucking hilarious. They're so corny. <laughs> they have senator action figures. Were they like three bucks? Yeah. They're the best. I know. And they have nice little, they have lovely robes. Yeah. Why are the Phantom Menace toys not worth anything? I don't know. They're like 20 years old. They're fucking... At Hot Comics, they have the uh, the, the Nubian Star Cruiser from Naboo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nubian, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I got to get that just so I can say Nubian, Nubian uh? <laughs> You could hang it from the ceiling. In I here. was thinking about starting to hang things. We we're running out of room to do anything else. <laughs> we're going to have a big space battle going out up here. Going to have to rip out that fan. This, <laughs> this room is going to be a real babe magnet. Oh, yeah. The ladies <laughs> love the studio. <laughs> um, okay. So Anakin then chases down the Parwan and fights him a little bit, but he ends up getting shocked and knocked out. Um, Obi-Wan. Uh, the Parwan then like takes off with a jetpack, and this is the fucking scene of the episode. So Obi Wan's got a sniper rifle, and it's only loaded with stuns, by the way. But Obi Wan he sees the Parwan taking off with his jetpack, and he just shoots the jetpack. And the Parwan loses control and he's like, oh, <laughs> it's not like one of those previous times where like a jetpack malfunctions and they go flying and explode. You, see an, you don't he see an explosion. slowly like yeah. spins down. Yeah. So we're assuming he died. But, I, I, you know, they're pretty high in the air. Yeah. So, But yeah. then again, he's like, isn't he way like nothing? Yeah, he has. He he's just fill, like float, can he's he? He's filled with like helium. So I don't think he can fly. Why does he even need the jetpack? He could just like float away like an air balloon. I don't think he can fly, but I think he's lighter. So. So he could, like, float. I think he could probably break his fall then, don't you think? I would think so. Yeah, I think he'll be okay. But it is really funny when he gets, like, just shoots away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So, Um. yeah, he flies away there. But Obi-Wan then tries to take another shot. But it turns out Cad Bane only gave him the one, one shot. shot. Cad Bane's planning ahead. Cad Bane's not risking anything here. So he gave him the one shot. It's a stun shot. It was meant for Emperor Palpatine. Um, so um then we then see enbo and the gymnast lady they refresh quick so they show us that it's enbo and the gymnast lady and they use an extra hollow to turn pelp into a guard so pelpteen is currently like passed out from the explosion so they turn him into a guard with one of the hollow things um and then obi-wan at that point uh where are we here um oh yeah so then bane walks up and cad bane is dressed as the nemoid and he's like you're coming with me chancellor and you see this nemoidian just like dragging the yeah the which, limp body of i would think would be a little conspicuous yeah like why is it's it not nemoidian? it's not not pelpton the royal guard but it's like why isn't the nemoidian yeah. moving the guard around yeah it's very strange uh one other thing is uh the the dinosaur gymnast lady uh Twazi, i think her name was yep um she put the hol- she changed her hollow, so now she looks like the Chancellor. Yes, and that's going to play into this next little part here. Um, so our next little part here is Mace rouses Anakin and wait. It's still chaos. This is chaos all going oh, yeah. on here at all times. Like, there's fucking shit, you know. There's like 75 people running around. Yeah, it's, it's just like yeah. it's bedlam. Yeah, um, and Obi-Wan spots the Chancellor from his book depository being put into a speeder. Now, uh, Mace and Anakin, he notifies them, and they run over there, and they stop him. Um, and then ch- like Chancellor Palpatine then like comes out of the speeder that they're in and he just starts walloping Anakin <laughs> yeah. in the face. <laughs> because Anakin, it's the- Anakin grabs him and he's like, I saved you, Chancellor, and he just like smacks him across yes. the face. It's very funny, but it turns out it's the tall gymless lady. So Anakin then sees that it's her and starts fighting with her, and he cuts her arm off. Oh yeah. Yeah. Pretty quickly. Too. Pretty quickly. Anakin kicks her ass. Um, but it's at this point, while they're distracted with what's going on there with Enbo and Gymnast Lady, that Eval Morale shows up, uh, Marble Burgers. Um, he pulls up in a speeder. and He's like, let's go. So my question then is, why did she decide to punch Anakin if you could have just kept you could have just like walked it off with? Him. That's what I'm saying. Like he was fully about to be like, you're all right, Chancellor. Come with me. If yeah. she would have just taken five minutes and been like, "Oh, thank maybe you," maybe she knew she was about to refresh, so she's trying to get yeah, the jump maybe. on him. Maybe they have like a refresh timer or something, because yeah. she does refresh like immediately after that. And he's like, "Oh, you're not the chancellor. Yeah. I'm gonna cut your arm off." <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so Ebal Morale pulls up Marble Burgers, and he's like, "Come on!" And so you see Cad Bane taking the actual Chancellor um, and puts him in the speeder, and then Cad Bane's like, "See you later, Jedi." <laughs> so cad bane uh the unconscious chancellor and evil Morrell escape on a speeder obi-wan comes and he's like i'm gonna pursue them and you see obi-wan there must be a you know speeder parked near the depository because he just jumps in it from the book depository and he just takes off in pursuit so um our next scene is going to be the fallout of that and this is bane and evil Morrell, marble burgers and pelps and they are coming to the location where they're supposed to meet with count
5: dooku this is the rendezvous point. Dooku said he would meet us here. What did I tell you, Bane? My plan worked to perfection.
3: It wasn't your plan. It was my execution of your plan. Come on, get up! How dare you disrespect Moralo Ivo! Pat down! Where's Dooku? I thought you said he'd meet us here. That was the plan. Ah, Dean, you're not supposed to be here yet. I don't want to be double-crossed and left behind again. I think we've all been double-crossed. Dooku's a no-show. What do you mean?
5: What do we do with the Chancellor now?
3: We'll ransom him ourselves. If Dooku won't pay us, somebody else will. I'm afraid the Chancellor's coming with me. Okay, so
1: at that point, Obi-Wan pulls a blaster on Cad Bane and Eva Morale. We get a little bit of a fight there. Bane and Eval versus Riku Um That would have been a good time for Palpatine. I, I'm sure he knows exactly what's going on, but that would have been a good time for him to just go full-on dark mode if he's just alone with Bane and Marble Burgers. Mm-hmm. Like, just go full-on dark mode and wipe him out, yeah. and then, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. Um... But, yeah, so uh, we get a little fight here. Uh, Hardys is doing some nifty dodging from K- Ban- Cad Bane's blasters. Um, he ends up grabbing Bane, and Bane, after after um, Hardys, Obi-Wan dodges a bunch of blast shot, he takes off with his rocket boots. Obi-Wan jumps up and grabs onto him, and then he, like, gets some momentum, and he just throws Bane directly into Evo Morale. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, it's at this point that Anakin and Mace show up, and Evo Morale, like, as they're surrounding him with their lightsaber, he goes, Ah, oh, please. Do not kill Moralo Evol. <laughs> it's just like, I think that's going to be the last time we hear his talking third in third duck. person. So let's, uh, you know, we, we downloaded this the other day. Let's play it.
0: You're a terrible liar, George. Look at you. You're a wreck. You're sweating bullets. It's the Kung
4: Pao. Mm. George likes his chicken spicy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, yeah, um, it was fun. Evo Morello. What a disappointing character from how they no built him kidding. up. Yeah. So just nothing. He just turned into like a a henchman, basically. Yeah. When he did put his arms up, though, I did chuckle because all of a sudden he looked like a chimp. Yes. (laughs) I'm telling you, he got wider and his arms got longer, but he got shorter. It's very weird. Like they were morphing and they're they're fucking with us with him. I'll bring you. There is a expansion pack for that that Star Wars tabletop game Armada. There's an expansion pack of like scoundrels and smugglers. He's in it. Evil Morale has a ship, and he has, like, a card. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Um, So, it's shortly after they take Morale away that uh, one of the shock troopers is taking Bane into custody. Um, And uh, Mace is like, good job, Obi-Wan. And Bane's like, Kenobi? You know, and, like, he's like, I should have known. Again, like, this is getting nitpicky. It's similar to, like, why didn't that lady just pretend to be the chancellor for five extra minutes? Yeah. But Mace, like, why not just arrest Hardeen and separate him and this could come Bain. in handy later on. Yeah. Like, I didn't understand why Mace immediately blows the cover of Obi-Wan. We've we've discussed it in the previous episodes in this arc. Mace is not the greatest strategist. How is he able to plan anything? He like, can. how are they still letting him do this he stuff? He shouldn't. He should not. It's crazy. It is crazy. Um, so um, you're like, okay, cool. I guess that's it. You know, they, they foiled it. No, there's still like seven minutes in this episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought it was over. and I was like, oh, wait, we're still going here. Um, so our next scene is actually at like the spaceport. Apparently, they moved the ship to the proper place where it's supposed to be. We um, see some lovely double gonks. Oh, yeah. Lots of gonks. Traveling we get around. some walkers in there. We get a lot of there's a lot of uh, activity going there's on. There's a here. lot of background noise. Yeah, it's very. It's, great. A fun, it's a fun little scene. Um, and that's going to be our next audio clip.
3: Once again, you have all distinguished yourselves in the eyes of the Republic, and the people of Naboo are in your debt.
4: It's all part of the job, my lady.
0: I'll show you my (laughs) weed-ordinator.
4: I'm not sure I agree with your orders to send the rest
5: of the security detail back to Coruscant. But now that the threat has passed, I think Anakin is all the security I need. You look terrible. Being a criminal is not easy work. If I'd known what was
4: going on, I could have helped you. Too bad the Council didn't trust me. Anakin, it was my decision to keep the truth from you. I knew if you were convinced I was dead, Dooku would believe it as well. Your decision? Look, I know I did some questionable things, but I did what I had to do. I hope you can understand that. you lied to me. How many other lies have I been told by the
5: Council? a good point. And how do you know that you even have the whole truth?
2: Okay, so Anakin storms
1: away at that point. Obi-Wan's looking very introspective. He's he's not wrong. No, he's not. No. But the thing is, my problem is here, I don't think we're ever going to hear about this again. No. And it's just like, I think it's it's good for Anakin's character building. Um, I do think, and but p- I, I swear it's, it's next episode. It's going to be Obi-Wan and Anakin just chummy. Yeah. You know, I do. I, th- at least I hope, I think what they're going to do with the Kenobi series, I think we're going to see a lot of Obi-Wan reflecting on his time with Anakin and recognizing the failings that he had as a mentor. Yeah. And like, I don't, I don't know if they'll directly reference like certain things in the Clone Wars. I have a feeling they're going to play with those themes a lot in Kenobi. Sure. Like him thinking about all of the ways that he let Anakin down, and if he would have just done one or two things differently, could this have been avoided? The potential flashback scenes are fucking awesome. Yeah. like I hope they... I'm sure they're going to deliver, but yep. it's going to be fucking sweet, man. Yep. I it's can't gonna wait. Be so, this is the series we've been waiting for. Yeah. It's going to be great. Um, But yeah, I mean... But one thing that I took away from that, like, Anakin's not wrong here. Um, But Kenobi's like, you had to believe that I was dead to convince Dooku. It's like, Dooku didn't even know he was dead until he was, like, in the middle of the box. Yeah. He was like, oh, he killed Obi-Wan Kenobi. (laughs) What What if Obi-Wan just needed a break from Anakin? And (laughs) and that was his entire reasoning. It's like, (laughs) just tell Anakin I'm dead. This fucking guy's following me everywhere. (laughs) Just tell him I'm dead or something. I need to take some time off. (laughs) fakes his death you know (laughs) it's the guy that goes off on his boat and (laughs) disappears clicks you know (laughs) i don't know just yeah i i you know i i let it go but if i really wanted to be a stickler here like i could just be enraged about this because it's they they somewhat explained it but they didn't do a very good job of it and it's very blotchy and the way that anakin Kind of explains it too when he says to Obi-Wan, How do you even know that you have the whole truth? Like, it's a good point. Like, why does Obi-Wan just trust the council at their word with everything? Like, how pissed off would Obi-Wan be if he figured out that he was being manipulated by the council? Well, Adam, there's free thinkers and there's sheeple. Okay. Obi-Wan's a sheeple. Right. Yep. He trusts the experts. I guess so. And look what it's not paying off for he, him. He didn't do his own research. Yeah. He didn't take the horse paste. <laughs> okay. Um. So we get the next scene. Obi wan is in like a command center of some kind in of Naboo, and he's studying this map of Theed. He's watching the game tape. Yeah. <laughs> and Mace comes in. He's like, "Hey, let's get you out of the, you know, let's go get you into the plastic surgery or whatever." Everybody's kind of getting look sick of looking at Rico Hardeen, you know. And Obi-Wan's like, um, Obi-Wan's very distracted. So Mace is like, I can tell something's bothering you. What's going on? He's like, something Anakin said. Do we actually know the whole truth about this? Do we really know? Um, And he's like, I think I'm going to stick around. Obi-Wan's like onto something here now. Anakin's words have like triggered something within Obi-Wan. So we see Obi-Wan going back to the book depository. And he goes into a sniper case that he left there. And he finds, like, a tracking device, like a comm device that was listening in to everything. And he's like, oh, Dooku was listening in all along. And so Obi-Wan's like, shit, this isn't over yet. So we get to the palace where Anakin is on his guard duty with Palpatine, and they're having a little
5: conversation. And then uh, we get a surprise guest at the dinner table. Let's take a listen. We will leave as soon as Queen Niatni's banquet is over. I also want to say goodbye to Senator Amidala. She has been a very gracious host. Hmm. Padme didn't mention a banquet to me. Perhaps she meant it as a surprise. (laughs) I must say, the lengths the Jedi will go to is nothing short of incredible. I assume the brilliant plan to disguise Obi-Wan Kenobi was yours? No, it wasn't, sir. I was in the dark as much as you were. Really? Interesting. I was under the impression the Jedi always worked as a team. Welcome! Precious. It's a trap! Chancellor, stay back!
4: should have quit while you were still alive, Dooku.
0: Fighting off the entire Jedi security force would have been difficult. But now that they are gone... Defeating you alone will be an easy task.
1: What is that? You should have quit while you were still alive? Yeah. What does he mean? Well, he's, I think he means he's going to kill him. Oh, right now. Okay. (laughs) I forgot Anakin's evil. Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm killing you. (laughs) I've been looking forward to
1: this. (laughs) That that face duke makes, I've been looking forward to this. (laughs) (laughs) That's basically Anakin. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah peas in a pod palpatine Um, planting some seeds oh yeah i mean this was his plan all along are they that predictable Uh, for him that he can like plan this all out on both sides that it just like comes perfectly together it is interesting because i started reading Plagueis again and i like i'm a few more chapters ahead of where i was um and like earlier in this episode palpatine makes reference to the fact that feed used to be like this used to be all plasma mines and like yep A lot of this type of manipulation and stuff. Mm -hmm. I just got through the the chapters where Plagueis is is kind of doing this type of thing to Palpatine. So it's like interesting reading that and then looking at it in this episode where Palpatine's doing it to Anakin. It's a tasty book. It's a good one. It's a good one. Um, So Anakin takes on the Magna Droids first and he wastes them pretty quick. And then he's going to be taking on Dooku. So he tells the Chancellor, hey, get out of here. It's in like a big room. They walked up. And it's like this big dining <laughs> It's like room. a banquet hall. Yeah. So Chancellor Palpatine tries to leave, and there's another Magna Guard that grabs him. So the Magna Guard has him in custody, and he just sits and watches the whole thing. Yeah. Anakin is doing some, like, pretty... It's a pretty sweet, like, yeah. lightsaber fight. Anakin takes out a couple of the Magna Guards, like, yes. in a pretty cool way. He does the backward stab on one of them, which is cool. He does a backward stab. One of them, like, tries to punch Anakin, and he catches it with yeah, his catches, robot yeah. arm, and he kind of, like, crushes... Crushes it, yeah. Yeah robot arm a lot of gets a lot of play in this episode there's that and then there's also this coming up so um he charges in at dooku and dooku does fancy lad fighting so he's got one arm behind his back (laughs) he's he's, can is this the most effective way to fight or is he just big dick in it well i think that's that's one of the reasons why his his lightsaber is curved is like they're basing it off of fencing sure because like with fencing you're using a uh a saber and an epe or I think there's three different classes. But he uses a lot of two hand fighting in the in the prequels. That's true. But I think they're like basing the cartoon off of like he's sure. regal, so he's yeah. doing that. Yep. So um Anakin takes the offensive and Dooku backs up and he's walking around like this long table. He's walking on the side of this long table and so he starts using the force to just throw the, the kitchenware at Anakin. And he, so he just force-chucks a ton of stuff at him, like plates and, like, cups and all these things. And two forks get stuck in Anakin's robotic arm, yeah. and Anakin, like, pulls them out and they spark. It's kind of cool. For a second, I thought they were going to make his robot arm, like, malfunction from yeah. that. Like, I thought he wasn't going to be able to, like... Yeah, I mean, it looked like something. It got damaged because yeah. there were some sparks when he pulled them out and stuff. But, um, so while this is going on and Anakin's fighting with Dooku they cut to Palpatine's face a few times throughout the fight and he has like this devious look on yeah. his face like he's really loving it Um, so the fight then pushes out of the uh, dining room into the giant throne room and you'll know the throne room from uh, Viceroy your occupation has ended you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's that room yeah Um, amazing how Dooku got himself into the middle of the royal palace crazy and he's just like hanging out in this ballroom he's very charming it's I, but there's nobody around. It's like this wasteland of emptiness. It's very strange. Um, so they're fighting into the throne room, and Duku. They get to the steps, uh, you know, up that leads up to the throne, and Duku gets knocked down. Like Anakin's actually like kicking his, ass, not, I want to say kicking his ass. But Anakin, I would say, if this was like if I was a you know a judge in a boxing match, like I think Anakin would get the win on this. One. Yeah, like we've seen. Other fights between Anakin and Dooku in the Clone Wars, and this is by far Anakin's most effective. And I like it too because I think they're kind of just building it up. How Anakin is getting stronger and he's getting better. Yep. And you know that's what they're kind of building towards here. And because as you know, he ultimately defeats Dooku yeah. in Revenge of the Sith. And when he does get Dooku down, like there is a like a small glance at Dooku's face, and like Dooku looks like concerned, Dooku's alarmed. Like yeah. Dooku's like, "Oh shit." Yeah. Um. So, uh, one do- once Dooku's knocked down on the steps, he's deflecting Anakin's shot, but Anakin just goes in and just grabs him by the throat and starts choking him. With his robot hand. With his robot hand. So, very strong. We've already seen him just, like, take a Magna Guard, like, catches their fist, and, like, crushes it. So <laughs> He's crushing yeah. Dooku's trachea. Um, they do cut to Pelps at this, and Pelps is very horny for what's yeah. going on. Like <laughs> yes. He loves it. Um, but I'm surprised Palpatine isn't jacking off right there. He looks like he's <laughs> he horny. He looks like he's rock hard. Yeah, he's having the time of his life. Um, so, um, after this, Dooku just resorts to force lightning. I mean, when in doubt, force yeah. lightning and he shoots Anakin back and Anakin is kind of incapacitated for a second. You see Dooku then taking off with the chancellor and the other Magdegard. Um, it's at this point that Obi-Wan shows up, um, and him and Anakin then pursue Dooku. Um, they get out to the, I don't know, I think it's not, a, it's just it's like, like a, a landing, landing pad. Yeah. A landing area. Um, and Dooku's ship is there um obi-wan and duke obi-wan and anakin jump up and take dooku on um, at the base of his ship right away and while dooku is distracted with anakin obi-wan grabs the chancellor and jumps down um dooku then uh anakin and dooku disengage dooku talks some shit and takes off and that's going to be our final clip of the episode
0: well done master kenobi you are a worthy adversary i cannot say the same about your young apprentice Chancellor! Are you alright?
5: Yes. Thanks again to the Heroics of the Jedi. That's the second time today. We specialize in
4: heroics, Chancellor.
5: As long as I live, no harm will ever come to you, Your Excellency. Mm-hmm. Well, here's to your long and prosperous life, Anakin. One shudders to think where the galaxy would be without the Jedi. Gosh, shudders to think.
1: This whole episode is like a shit ton of foreshadowing. Yeah. Um. So that's the end of the episode. Apparently, apparently, the dark side doesn't protect against arthritis because when Palpatine puts his hand on Anakin's shoulders, his knuckles are fucking gigantic. Yeah, he does have (laughs) some big old knuckles on him. Yeah, he's got like a rheumatoid arthritis (laughs) player right now. Cracking those things all throughout his youth yeah he needs to go in for his injections um but yeah I mean like this the fight scene especially like was very revenge of the Sith yeah and I think that's what they're building towards like Anakin's getting stronger Dooku is having a harder and harder time with him um and just like how Palpatine was you know in you know incapacitated at the time by Magna Guards and all that like everything like harkens to that and then the last stuff there, like Obi-Wan with like we specialize in daring rescues and it's like Sith Lords are especially like the whole thing like harkens to that opening scene um in Revenge of the Sith. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um so what does IMDb got for rating on this one? IMDb is giving it an 8.3. A drop from the box. Yeah. Okay, that's wrong. Something is off. Okay, so we gave the box a 6. Yep. I enjoyed this episode quite a bit um, for its shortcomings and kind of like weird plot holes. Uh, I think overall the arc was really enjoyable and cool. I'm like, yeah. I think it was, they tried something different and it was nice to see them try something different. I still don't understand the box. Yep. I don't get it. Um, it would, I think it would have been a better arc with just the three episodes. Yeah, I think, but right. uh, that being said, uh, judging this episode on its own, I probably the strongest one of the arc. Uh, well, I did give one an 8.5 though. Um friends and enemies. Yeah. Uh I liked it a lot. I thought the Dooku stuff was awesome. Um I'm gonna give it an eight. Eight. I, I you know. Wasn't my favorite arc that we've had. Um, but definitely it definitely wasn't uh it wasn't bad. It was good. It was a strong re- re- rebound from the box. Oh, big time, yeah. I went eight as well. Yeah. I went eight. Um like Even before the Dooku stuff at the very end, like it was a strong episode. Like I enjoyed watching the like whole plot like play out. But that Dooku stuff at the end, with all the foreshadowing, I think just pushed it over the edge. Yeah. You I mean you really could have you could have just had them show up on Sereno and he could have just been like, All right, let's get to action here or something, you know? And they'd be like, What are you talking about? And then you hit like the scene where they're kinda just gathering and he just I mean, you didn't need the box. Yeah. At all. Yep. Um, <laughs> I think they g- this would have been a very strong three-part arc. Yeah. It really would have. It would have been up there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah. But overall, though, really enjoyable arc. Yep. Um, I, You know, no real complaints for me. I just think the box was just kind of out of place. All righty then. So, a couple of eights.
5: Always look on the light side of life.
1: do do Ya yeah, ba, ba-da-da-da. Alright, light side moment of the episode. Um I think for me, uh it's gonna be Obi-Wan shooting um, gas bag (laughs) while he's while he's trying to rocket away from anakin obi-wan shoots the (laughs) shoots the rocket pack and he loses control it's very funny and very well done (laughs) just how he slowly starts to go down it's good stuff sells it yeah what do you got um i went with just the subtle palpatine stuff because they've kind of played with that in the past but it's been a little bit more heavy handed and this is an episode where i think they actually did it the right way Like, you can tell that he's scheming and planting seeds, and he's satisfied with what's going on, but it's just a little bit more subtle than what they had been doing with him. I'm just kind of curious, like, what if Dooku was, like, really getting the upper hand on Anakin? What would he do? Yeah. Well, that makes me wonder, like... I, I, I mean, is it just kind of like if Dooku happens to kill Anakin? Well, then Anakin was never worth my time, anyways. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. and then he would like maybe look for another Jedi or something like that. Yeah, that probably. He turn. Who knows? Um, it's interesting to think about, though. All right. If you only knew the power of the dark side. Oh, okay. Uh, dark side moment of the episode. Um. If for me, it's Anakin um, yelling at Obi Wan because he's right. Yeah. And I hate having to agree with fucking Anakin, but he's right here. And you know, I kind of predicted that this arc might be the Anakin apology tour. Um, and you know, I'm not going to apologize for ripping him in the past. I still think he's got a lot of shortcomings and a long ways to go. But hey, I'll you know he was he was in he was wronged here. He was yeah. wronged. So I'll show you my dark side moment, and you can read it because. The fact that Anakin is right about everything. There you go. (laughs) All right. So we're simpatico there. He was spot on with everything. everything. We're big enough men to admit when a horrible person is right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There's been times where Donald Trump said something that I was like, yeah, he's actually right about that. But there's there's shades of gray in everyone. Yep. doesn't change the fact that Anakin's a piece of shit. (laughs) Yes. So, all righty. Is that the first time we ever exactly hit that? I don't know. I think it might be. I don't know. Maybe somebody will let us know. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? One of the super fans out there, man. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Rex. And a double thank you, Rex, because last time I forgot to thank Rex. Yeah, that's right. Oh, cool. no. You were high. So. I was high. And I accidentally hit two buttons. <laughs> All right. You got to get it up. Cheese! button. Neer butter, <laughs> Alright Dark Horse Hero Of the episode Um I'm gonna have to give it to Dooku For somehow sneaking into the Naboo Palace And like Reading through the Queen's Peril And Queen's Shadow Book Like I know how locked down Those fucking places are yeah. And it's insane to me That Dooku's just Chilling in the fucking banquet hall <laughs> And there's like nobody that. It's so weird. It's so fucking crazy to me. I don't, it must have been like Palpatine being like, uh, Queen, I'm the Chancellor, go do something. He must have pulled. Yeah. Must have. But the fact that Dooku's just hanging out there and he's got a ship waiting for him and everything, that, that's, uh, that's not easy pickings. Yeah. So Count Dooku, what do you got? My Dark Horse hero for this one. Even though it was small, it was pretty. So I'm going with the fireworks choreographer. <laughs> there you go. I thought he did a bang up job. Yeah. Mixed I wonder in, if plan planned those out himself. Mixed in the lasers with the weird, yeah, New Orleans Saints symbol. Oh yeah, and then the Star Wars opening crawl. Yeah, it was great. It's it was, good stuff. It was very pretty. Now you know, I referenced the videos online where it's like, what did Darth Vader do in his free time? What did Palpatine do in his free time? Maybe in his free time, just coordinated. Yeah, Emperor Palpatine's like really big into fireworks displays, and this is like a side do you hobby passion. That? Was, I think it was one of the first video games for either PlayStation Two or PlayStation Three. It was a fireworks game where you just designed fireworks. Seriously, it looked like the most boring piece of <laughs> shit. <laughs> I didn't. I never played it. I. I look, it I, must have been a piece of shit because I've never heard of it. I think it was on a demo disc, and oh. maybe I tried it. And I was like, "This sucks." Did I tell you my PlayStation One demo disc came? Did it? Oh. <laughs> Do you want to play some Rocket Jump? <laughs> Jumping Flash, Jumping Flash. That's what it is. All right. Uh, all right. So the fireworks display guy. Choreographer The choreographer And I already forgot mine Dooku Alright
2: Alright
1: All All star Of the episode No R2 We didn't We have not seen R2 For four episodes Wow He was hitting so many home runs They're like Hey we gotta We gotta People are gonna just Demand more R2 We gotta We gotta like Ease off the R2 (laughs) For a little bit Um Man I'm trying to think of, like, if there's any real home run hitters in this episode. I, I, I already gave it to Obi-Wan once in yep. this, and I don't want to double it up there. But, I mean, he was kind of a home run hitter here. <sighs> I guess I'll have to give it to Anakin. We're on the same page. He's He was right for once. Yeah. And he kind of kicked Dooku's ass. He hit a home run this episode. Yeah. And, you know. Um, and he chopped the lizard woman's arm off. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think Anakin's the obvious choice here. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really have much more to say about. He's it. just, he was right the whole I time. I don't know if they intentionally like dialed up his fighting style, but it was cool to see. Like, you could tell there was something different in the way that he was going after Dooku. Sure, yeah, absolutely. Um, it, he was more aggressive. It was fun to watch. Yeah, he was more aggressive, and I mean the fact that he was choking him with his robot hand. Yeah, um, he's definitely tapping dark side there. He's feeling that vibes off Palpatine and Dooku. He's just feeling that dark side energy. Yep. It's pretty uh it's good stuff. It was it was some of the best Anakin character development that we've gotten thus far, so.
4: I beg your pardon, but
0: what do you mean? Naked? <laughs> My parts are showing. My goodness. <laughs> I'm a
2: model. you know what? I'm myself. <laughs>
5: My little turn on the ca- <laughs> Yeah, on the catwalk. On the catwalk.
1: Turn on the catwalk Introduce myself I love Let me introduce myself I know That's my favorite part This is like a professional Intr- mix Like I just happened introduce across myself. it Yeah, I just like Happened across like I, Maybe I'm just a, a Savant DJ of some kind <laughs> This is an incredible edit That I put together here I'm Completely unintentional Um Alright So Good Hood Who was looking Hot On Naboo Feed Capital City Baby Um you know, for the for as much gathering as there were, even though it wasn't as big as a gathering as I'd hoped, not a lot of good hood in the crowd. No. This is one of the weaker arcs for good hood. Yeah. Like the bounty hunters in the last episode was a kind of bland, standard bounty hunter fair. It was all your standard kind of way. Yeah. The I, dock workers. Yeah, the dock workers look cool, but they all look the same. Were they like clones of each other? I don't know. Very strange. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and give it to Enbo. Embo, yeah. Because he's got the Raiden hat, and for somehow the holograph just like sucked it in, and like it just went into the void of the holograph. It is cool, like his hat. It's like the Raiden hat, but the sound effects in this episode make yeah. it clear, like it's heavy. It is heavy. It's like a Raiden hat that doubles as a bowling ball. It's you like know? a manhole cover. Yeah, it's fucking sweet. Yeah, and he's really good with it. So I'm gonna go with Enbo. All right. Um, even even though, though I hate him now, because <laughs> hey, I said I had to get all the girlfriends in and spoiler on the back of my card ruined it for me yep so that's your tecla drop so i've covered tecla i have covered ventress and i have covered avar chris so we got two more i gotta somehow get in <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be tough all right continue sorry for the good hood uh good hood yeah it's tough there's one person that i just thought stuck out um even though he didn't have any lines but masa Meta. Okay. He was
3: looking good.
4: Yeah. yeah. Did you see those His robes? robes? Yeah. Yeah. Nuts.
1: Oh, I, that's the loudest I think I've ever been.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Matzameta. He came walking off that ship, and he had that staff. That's a really good pull because you only see him for like a second. Yeah. But he sticks out. And he's like. Was it like red? Was it like yeah. a, light, a bright red? He had. Do you remember in Revenge of the Sith after Palpatine goes through his transformation? Yeah. Like Masameda in like his presentation to the Senate. Like Masa Meta comes out and it's like, oh, I guess Masameda's on the dark side now, too. Like he yeah. comes out in the dark like. Shit. Yeah. It looks like he's going that way, too. And yeah, this he's way. looking cool. Yeah, man. I got I want to take it back now. <laughs> oh, you looking good. Very hot! <laughs> Do we have
4: a Massa Meta figure yet?
1: No. Order! Oh. Order! That is, like, some of the best hood we've seen. Yeah. But it's only, like, a second. And But that's what made me flag it, because he's only on screen for, like, a second or two, but the second he walked on, I was like, what's going on here? Yeah. He's, yeah, It's that's good hood. That might be one of the top good hoods. <laughs> That is a great pull. I love how not even five minutes ago, you're like, this isn't much of a good hood episode. Well, it wasn't. <laughs> I mean, it really wasn't. I mean, the arc was very lacking. There was no, like, great hood in this. But that's good hood. Like, that's definition good hood. Good pull. I almost let that slide by. That gives this a run for the money. I just know it doesn't give it. It doesn't give the Duchess a run for her money. He wasn't wearing a tortellini. Hat. No, no tortellini. No good headgear. But. I had to pull the duchess. So now I have one segment <laughs> to somehow Is this get Mortis daughter in there. The, oh, that's right. Yep. So uh, do we, ha- We? I don't think we have a death of the week. We don't have a, who are no, you? There was the guy that got his neck snapped by oh, the squid guy. Yeah. yeah. And then he went. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I guess we're going to get into the tagline. Thank you, Yoda. Thank you, Chewbacca. What do we got for a tagline on this episode for Crisis on Naboo? We have trust is the greatest of all gifts, but it must be earned. Yeah. And your, uh, you would like you started going down one path, and then you kind of shifted because you said uh, this has got to be some Obi Wan and Cad Bane stuff, and then you're like, hold on, wait a minute, no, it's going to be Anakin and Obi Wan are going to have some bonding moment where they strengthen their their friendship. Uh, and they're going to strengthen their friendship around this horribly planned disaster. Nope, I missed that one. Well, I mean... If you count the honest conversation where Annas and Anakin gives them the business, then maybe. Yeah, sometimes having an abrasive conversation with a friend can lead to greater things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. There you go. We'll see if it pays off. What do we got for a tagline on the next one? Next episode the tagline is one must let go of the past to hold on to the future. One must let go of the past. That's a very uh that's a very wise thing to say. Yeah. It's so wise in fact that it's something that you might hear on some place like Mortis. <laughs> From a certain light side avatar known as Mortis Daughter. You did it!
2: That was a stretch. Yeah.
1: She's been dead like a season and a half. <laughs> and I won't let her go. She was literally in two episodes. Hey, whatever. She was a strong presence. Oh, I love her. She's so tall. I want her to carry me around, you know? <laughs> like, put Tom up on your shoulders and let's walk around the lovely... Mortis, you know the landscape. Remind me of Nagran for a while. Are we gonna have to pull that Seinfeld clip now too? Oh, I've always wanted. To we make already love used to a it a tall for, woman. <laughs> yeah, we, we used it. We used it when I initially fell in love with her. Um, but hey, I pulled all five. Okay, uh, can you repeat it? Because I one must let go of the past to hold on to the future. One must let go of the past to hold on to the future. Oh man man should i do a moonshot it's been a while since i did a moonshot let's try moonshot okay i think there's going to be a gammerian guard who is having a particularly rough time on coruscant he moved there for a job opportunity they decided he wasn't a good fit he got laid off but next thing you know, an opportunity presents itself. He doesn't give up. He's still looking for work, and then an opportunity presents itself on the lower levels of Coruscant. Maybe his wife is very supportive. His wife is very supportive, um, and he's just walking like depressed after another failed job interview on the lower levels of Coruscant. Then he like he's head down and he's not watching where he's walking, runs right into an Athorian, and who could it be? But it's the fucking Athorian historian himself, making a guest appearance with his mask on. <sighs> And then, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to cut it off there because that was too much rambling. It is great picturing a Gamorrean guard in a uh, full business suit. Yes. <laughs> like, with his briefcase going into an interview. Now, that would be good hood. Yeah. <laughs> Can we get a, gum- a Gamorrean in, like, fo- g- you know, we've gotten Gungan formals. <laughs> we've gotten Umbaran. Th- did we get any Umbaran formals? I don't know if we did. No, they are all wearing the same thing. Their spacesuits were pretty cool. They were cool, yeah. although I still don't understand the functionality yeah, yeah, yeah. of them. like, can you not breathe the atmosphere <laughs> on your own home planet? Um, that's some question marks. yeah, um, but yeah, we need some g- Gamorrean formals, so I think that's what we're g- we're gonna get g- a Gamorrean. Gamoran, I don't know how to fucking say it. formals next week. All right, yeah, and you know, and then if we get a Gamorean guard, I can use this.
2: Oh a big. So happy we pulled it <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: it's so good and then you know everybody listening right now just i don't get it i don't get it, don't get it. whatever we'll let them have our fun so that's my moonshot right some, we're gonna get some in action we're gonna have a deep gammerian backstory so what do we got for an episode next? brand new arc season four episode 19 so right in order simply titled massacre massacre Oh, these job interviews that he keeps getting rejected from. It's a it's massacre, a massacre it's a baby. a massacre on Coruscant. <laughs> Poor son of a bitch. What's his name, though? What's his name? Oh, I got to come up with a name. Phil. Not nah, <laughs> I think it's Marble Burgers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and where can the listeners reach us? Send us an email. We're at clonecastpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from everyone. Yeah. Uh, you can reach us on Twitter and Instagram, clonecastpod. TikTok, you're starting to do more stuff with that. No, I wouldn't say I'm doing more stuff with it, but I will post one but a week at Clonecast Pod. Yes. Uh, leave us a review anywhere you can. Please, five stars. We really appreciate that. Uh, so we'll see you next time for Massacre. Um, until then, may the twin sons be with you.
0: Frasier has left the building. You ever hear the tragedy of Crispin's day?
1: Carry me, m'lady.
2: I miss you, Mortis Daughter.